Studio 108 community. I am so glad that you clicked in today. Thanks for following. I'm here with Rob Bellinger, and Rob is a community member regionally here and spearheads a very interesting and exciting opportunity for kids who have different learning and physical issues to come to a summer camp and learn to ride a bike. Rob, why is riding a bike so incredible? Well, it's just a, a rite of passage. You, you think of um, the independence and freedom. Um, we're working with a group of community members that don't typically um, have those freedoms and have that ability to just let the wind uh, go through their hair, so to speak. And uh, it's just wonderful to work with this community. Right. And so the kids that are learning to ride a bike really benefit. But tell me a little bit about like what the parents see and feel. Oh my goodness. Um, well, that's what got me hooked originally. So yeah. the, the first time I was uh, just a volunteer at this camp uh, about 12 years, 13 years ago, and uh, the first kid that got up on their on their two wheels um, towards the end of the week, um, every parent in that room started crying. Oh and I might start crying myself, yeah. sorry, yeah. got an emotional guy. But um, it was amazing. You just see the struggles and the uh, fights that some people have to do. We take it for granted how fortunate we are. Mm -hmm. and, and you think that Everyone's got it going pretty well. You know, we're all doing the best we can, but you, you just see the, the fight that they have, and it was amazing. 100%. I don't know anyone who doesn't really remember, as a kid, learning to ride a bike. I mean, it's big. Yeah, it is. It's just so free. Like, you just yeah. get that huge smile on your face, and, you know, the kids are screaming out as they're riding, like, I'm riding a bike, I'm riding a bike. It was just so exciting. Um, but I think the the what the specialtyness about this is it, when you learn to ride a bike, you get those training wheels on, and you are so stable on the ground. It might as well be a tricycle, and yeah. you don't learn that wobbling's okay. And, and these specialty bikes that um, we have brought to town um, for these camps um, teaches the kids that it's okay to uh, move back and forth a little bit. That's all part of the process. So if you ever ride a bike, you realize that you're shifting side to side. But the community that we're working with freaks out. So they take off that stability. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, and they just, you know, fall and they you yeah, know, yeah. throw it to the side and, then, and it gets frustrating. Yeah. And as you know, having a, um, um, people that are cheering for you that aren't just your family sometimes makes it a little easier to learn something tough in a classroom. Or yeah. A and I think for anyone, like for any kid growing up, you don't know if you can do it. No, the, the confidence. You know, yeah. Right? It's just like such a huge. Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a building skill, no, no doubt that you, you know you work your way up. That there's stepping stones um, to the process. Okay, well we're gonna unpack the whole program. <laughs> All right. I'm super excited about it. This is really good. Okay, so the name of this program is I Can Bike, and here's a little flyer. If you're on the YouTube, you'll see we have them at the studio. You can come in and, and grab one, or you can head to the um, website, which is iconshine.org. Um, and so tell us about the organization. Tell us about how you got connected to that and how this came to be here locally for us. Sure. Well, um, I Can Shine um, is the national organization. So they travel around the country with their specialty bikes. Um, they have over 100 camps. They've taught over 20,000 kids how to ride a bike over, over their time since 1999. There is an engineer, and I have to look up his name, sorry, here. That's okay. a, Dr. Richard Klein invented these bikes. Um, and, and basically the way that the bikes work is <clears throat> on the back of the wheel, instead of a back wheel, they have what looks almost like a rolling pin. And this rolling pin, as, as the kids learn to practice, um, you keep taking them off and put another one on and the ends taper. So you get you find that balance point. In the middle, you got a balance point, but you're able to wobble a little bit from side to side. So the kids, between dedicated practice every day throughout the week and, and, and just 
feeling that it's okay to move a little bit to the side, you're not going to fall. It's going to be all right as long as you're keeping your speed going. Right, right. Uh, it develops into something amazing. Um, I can shine um, started with um, just the I can a bike, which is the bike program. And from what I understand, and I can swim and I can dance program that as well. Wow, that's exciting. That's super exciting. I was an ultra cyclist, so I've spent a lot of time on the bike, and I don't think I ever like cognitively thought of that but i do know that even like on those skinny race tires as many miles as i've ridden and as able-bodied as i am like when you tip over you do get like a that little moment of pain. yeah you yeah. do get like a sensory and, and that's and that's where our kids sometimes um lose their patience right and, and yeah. they, like i can't do it you yeah. know and i think that's the brilliance of the name that i can do it it just takes some practice you know for sure 100 um so how old is this program in the city of cleveland uh, we've been in the city of cleveland for 12 or 13 years something like that wow. um, we started off with a, a friend of mine uh, has a, a, a twins with cerebral palsy and one of her sons had the uh, physical abilities to, to learn how to ride a bike but they were struggling like so many families um, so she did a whole bunch of research and she found this program. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Come on. She's dynamic. <laughs> Amazing lady. Uh, so Megan McMahon brought this camp to Cleveland. She she just you know went out on a limb, she booked them, and she's like, I'm gonna figure the rest out. And that's exactly what she did. So um I bumped into her at, at, and she said, you know, I need some volunteers, Rob. Would you come on out, help me find some other people? I need people to run with these kids on the bike, you know, to walk with them and run with them and encourage them, you know, just fill the room with um positive people. And uh, I was fortunate enough to be a part of I that. I can't stop smiling. I'm so excited because I know I'm going to volunteer and, and I'm going to be a part of your camp week this well, year. You're going to love it. And I'm so, so, so excited at the thought of just being a part of this, um, I don't know, developmental celebration. Yeah, it's it's so neat to see the community come together. You know, so it's you know a variety of pieces. You got you know people who are able and, and willing to donate their time. You know, to have you got families who are in need of, of of activities and cool things for their kids to learn, right of passage. And you got you know people that are kind of to donate money, you know, yeah. to, to pay yeah. for the camp. Yeah, through threads. Through yeah. Threads. Um. So I believe you guys started actually in the Heights. We Your did first location. Yeah, in Notre Dame College. Um, okay. They were so amazing to donate their space to us. So we were there for up, up until COVID, so about 10 years or so until COVID. And then we unfortunately had to take a couple years off. And then we ended up in Independence by a, a local parent. Um, was I had to you know, answer the phone and, and let this poor parent know that I have a three-year waiting list and that you just have Wow. And she's like, well, what can we do? And I said, well, I, I really, I've been on, on the look for a couple of years now for a bigger facility. You know, as amazing as Notre Dame College has been to us, there are some space constraints. And we can only have 25 students. Out here in Independence, you have this huge field house that um, you guys have been so willing to share with us. This is our second year out here. Wow. And now we can have 40 students. So, I mean, that, that makes a dramatic pretty much doubles. Yeah. yeah. So um, we feel so fortunate that we have able to use this space and that the community is willing to share it with us. Yeah. So you guys, this is going to be happening right here in Independence, which is why I definitely wanted to have Rob on for the conversation, because I'd love to, well, I'm going to volunteer, but you know how I am. I don't do many things alone. Like, I like to bring along my friends. Come help us, please. We need more. So come help us is, is like the cry that's going out. The week is June 2nd, to, or 12th, 12th to 16th. Yes. But um, can you tell us a little bit more about how... Um, how we can get involved, like what does volunteering look like? Sure, so um, the kids come in sessions. So I said we have 40 kids in this year's camp. Um, so that means we'll have five sessions of eight kids. 
So ideally, I want at least two volunteers per child. Okay. Uh, up to three would be even better. Okay. Um, and we just need to fill the room with positive people. And what you need to be able to need to be positive. You need to be um, able to to move, um, to walk, and, and jog a little bit. Um, and that, that's what's great about having a couple people because, frankly, we get a little tired, right? <laughs> I'm getting older, and I, I can't run all day like I used to when I first started doing that. Right, right, right. Um, so it, it really it starts off with walking, and then we're doing some jogging, and you, and you, and you, you pass out turns. Yeah. Um, but being encouraging. Um, being consistent, you know, the ideal, Gosh. yeah, the ideal volunteer is someone that can come at that same session time. So you come for an hour and a half, um, all week. So if you sign up for the eight thirty class, you're there for an hour and a half, and then you come back the next day at eight thirty. So you, you build that relationship with the child. So um, you be matched up with the same child every every time you're there. Yeah. So that way they don't they come like, oh Rob, how are you? You're so nice to see you. You start to learn about you. Then you build that trust and that confidence. You know, because yeah. you're you're asking kids to go out on a limb. Um, to do something that frankly feels a little scary, right? You know, so you, you got to build that relationship. What ages um, are these kids? Um, we ask that they have to be eight to start, and then we, the oldest we've had is 28. Wow, um, um so um, typically they're you know, the eight so to exciting. eight, you know, you know, 15 age group is the majority of our kids, but we've had some, we've had adults as well. Um, How exciting! Just, yeah, it's super fun. I know, and they have an I Can Swim program. Yes, yeah, so I don't want to take anyone's spot, but I. But that's <laughs> one I should. I was a swimmer all through college. Um, that's probably the one I should volunteer. Yeah. But it wasn't the one at the time. Wasn't yeah. one that fell in my lap. I love it. I love it. And you draw kids, um, families from all over the region. All over the region, you know, far west side, on far east side, and then everywhere in the middle. So yeah, we've been. We've, there's another camp out of uh, Copley, um, and that's really the only other one in town. Um, so it's just, it takes a, a local volunteer. So it's a local volunteer and teacher and shaker. And uh, um, it just needs someone in town that's willing to, to bring them in and, and, and find people, find and helpers. June 12th to 16th, like um, teachers are out of school. So maybe that's how I plan. That's how you plan it. Well, usually out of my building. So that helps. Absolutely. But... And it's always our goal to try to do it as early in the summer as possible. So Before everyone travels. Yeah, it's like summer. anything, it takes practice. So, so even though we might get them up on two wheels here, if they don't practice the starting the next day and going on out and transitioning from us helping them to their family helping them, um, obviously those skills don't get cemented. Yeah. So, so the more you can get out there, the better. So we want to do it. We, unfortunately, our, our window of nice weather in Cleveland is not always as long as we'd like. Right. But you're, this is this is indoors. This is rain or shine indoors. Rain or shine indoors. But we transition outside um, for the last couple of days of the camp. So okay. the first week of camp, we get these specialty bikes. Uh, and then um, towards Wednesday, some kids on Wednesday, some on Thursday, and some just on Friday, we transition onto the two wheels. And then you cover a little more ground, so it's nice to be outside. Yeah. Um, we've only had one year that we've had bad weather. Okay. Um, one session of one year, I should say. So we've been amazingly lucky. Someone's looking out for us. Yeah. Um, that we've been able to you do. You got the big umbrella in the sky. Yeah. Right on my kids. Exactly. <laughs> I've been out there with a leak backpack blower blowing puddles off. I mean, <laughs> You know, just trying to make it as, as as smooth as possible to transition. And then when the kids go from us to the community, you know, we always recommend a big parking lot and things like that. Build confidence before you start navigating around town. Yeah, that's super cool. I see your budget on here. How can people help? Well, uh, if you wanted to make a donation, we do have some corporate sponsorships and individual sponsorships. Um, most of the time I'm hitting up people I know. <laughs> and uh, But we're always willing to... Uh, um, get some money our way. So what we're fortunate enough to do, our, our total budget is, is roughly $13,000. Which is um, which is really irresponsible. 
Yeah, we, yeah. we, we, we are streamlined. For um, sure. But what, what we don't include in that budget is um, we always find a way to buy a bike for a kid that doesn't have a bike or buy the helmet for a kid who doesn't have a helmet. If their bike is the right size and the proper type of bike and it needs some work, then we'll put money into that bike to make sure that they are coming away um, safe and, uh, and with the best thing that they can have. Um, and we also provide scholarship. You know, um, we, oh. we don't, the families are cost $150 um, to participate in the camp. Um, and we are frequently giving scholarship money and or reimbursement money at the end of camp, depending on how our, uh, how our donations have gone. Wow. So we're pretty streamlined. You're, you're very streamlined, but you're also very generous and you're looking at the whole picture there. And that's, it's a lot of ways for people to step in. Yes. So like not everyone can step in with time. They but you can step in with a few bucks, it adds up. Oh, absolutely. Know? You know, the vast majority of my people that are donating are 50 to 100 dollar range. You know, I am fortunate to have um, some corporate sponsorships and organizations like Kiwanis and Cleveland um, who uh, we just kind of stumbled across and, and now we're kind of on this mission together, you know, and uh, um, it's been amazing. You know, it's just wonderful to see how the community comes together to help out. I love that so much. All right, last question. For you personally, like in your heart and in your soul, like what's this mean? What's this about? What's your message that you're living? Oh gosh, um, I think it helps put things in perspective. You know, how fortunate um, me and my family are. And, and I'm fortunate to have time being an elementary school teacher. I have some time and, and, and you know, there's passion in it. And you just got to figure out a way to, to spread that passion for others. You know, I never would have guessed that a Mike and Mike was going to be that thing, mm -hmm. but it turned into it. And I'm just so happy to give back to the community and, and give back to people and help inspire the, the kids and also the volunteers. I always get a little teary at the end of everything of, of how thankful I am for people to give you know, money or time or or excitement to just spread the word. What you're doing right now is <clears throat> it's just amazing. You know, everyone's capable of doing a little something to help the world spin. And uh, um, hopefully I'm doing my part to do that. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> you're a joy bringer. Yeah, yeah. isn't he? Don't we like him? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here, Rob. Oh, we so appreciate happy. you so much. That's I can't wait to see you. I can bike. I'll jog behind my little friend oh. and cheer for oh. cheer for the kids. You're gonna love it. Get yeah. them up on two wheels. You know, the, the, the people that come in to volunteer like yeah, I'm a little unsure how I'm gonna help, and they leave at the end, like, oh my gosh, I am moved. Best week I, ever. I am moved by this, and what can I do to help out more next year? Yeah. Come Love on you. out, please help us. Come on out. Okay, we're going to have some Studio 108 presence there, and we're just going to um, support this community and all these kids and Rob in, in bringing this into the world. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Thanks for following you guys. Click away, like, comment, share. We appreciate your support. We want to keep doing this for you because there's so much going on out there that's really worth talking about. And um, yeah, we're going to keep good things happening. I love it. Thank you. Namaste. Thanks,